Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the sex rap. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Sex Rep. You're here with Spring and Andrew, your favorite sex personalities on the internet, answering your questions about sex, love, romance, relationship. We'll we'll talk to you about anything at all, and we're really excited to be here starting season six. We're over 200 episodes with hundreds of questions in the queue. How are you today, Spring? I'm so excited. Yeah, we took a little break, our first ever real break. We've taken like a couple of weeks off before, but we've never like taken a real break since we've started this in 2016. So it was really nice to have a little break to recharge and we are ready to go with season. Yeah, sexy season six. <laughs> sexy season six. Yeah, Just a little background in case you're joining us here on the sixth season. Um, my name is Andrew. I'm a professor at the University of Miami, a professor of sexuality. I teach about sex. I talk about sex. I have research about sex. Pretty much it's what I love to talk about, what I love to do. And I'm really excited to be continuing this with everybody here. Um, and my pronouns are he and him. And I'm Spring. I'm an associate professor at CUNY School of Public Health. And I use she or they pronouns. And my research is adolescent sexuality and sexual health. And this is what we do. Yeah. And I mean, if I really think about my pronouns, this episode is not about pronouns, but I think it's important that we talk about them. Um, They're Sparkle Pony and Majesty because gender is a construct and it's destructive in our lives. So um, you can you can use any pronoun for me. Yeah, that's fine. But I know some people work really hard for their pronouns. Anyway, um, welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Um, And season six, uh, we want your input on what's going on. So there's going to be a contest at the end of the episode uh, where we're going to be asking you what you want to see more of, um, the kind of questions that you want to hear. But all right. So um, should we just jump in with a question? Because I'm excited to answer the question that, all right, so we got a wall of text question um, that I already responded to in email, um, but here we go. It's my first week back at college. It's a male who's 19, and I had sex with a friend. She had just finished her period. I didn't use a condom. I didn't pull out. I came inside of her. She's not on the pill, and she won't take the morning after pill, and I'm freaking out now. What are the chances that she's going to get pregnant? All right. Uh, there's a lot to unpack inside of this question. Um, and the whole freaking out, like, yeah, you should be freaking out. Like it, it, this is, this is the time where you should be on maximum freak out. Um, and I'm saying <laughs> I want people to have low anxiety. I want them to have low stress. I want them to have low of all the negative emotions surrounding sex. And I want them to have lots of good positive. Um, but I want this to be like a teachable, learnable, happy, hopefully for you moment at the very end, um, because you should be freaking out. Like you would be freaking out, right? Spring. If I was a male, yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, pregnancy, when you have not planned for it, can be quite alarming. And so, yeah, when you have something that could create a potential pregnancy and you haven't planned for it, then, yeah, it can be um, the most (laughs) anxiety-producing thing in the world, pretty much. So I think, yeah, we need to talk about Um, a lot of things here in this question, but let's start with, you know, what are the chances that this woman, this person with the uterus is going to get pregnant? 
So, I mean, the rule of thumb is if you are a person with a penis and you are creating sperm and you are sexually engaged with a person with a vulva and ovaries and fallopian tubes in the uterus, and all of those pieces are intact, doesn't matter what your gender identities are or or anything else. Like if there is a penis and sperm that's introduced anywhere close to a vulva, like doesn't even have to go inside, a pregnancy can occur. Like, so just point blank, like, yes, she could be pregnant or could be getting pregnant or on the way to being pregnant right now. So, um, like, there is a chance of pregnancy. Um, and we don't have all of the details here, right? Like, if we look overall, we know most women have cycles around 28 days and most women ovulate around day 14 of that cycle. So if her period just ended, you know, she could be, depending on how long her period lasts, close to that ovulation window. Um, And I mean, so we have a few episodes about this, but for us to really know when that woman was ovulating, we would have to know how long her cycle is, how regular her cycle is, if she's been stressed, you know, if anything could be impacting when she's ovulating, right? So we would have to know quite a lot of information about her menstrual cycle and about her life right now to try to predict when she would be ovulating. So there's no way for us to tell if she's ovulating at this moment, but it could be possible, right? It could be that she's ovulating now. Right. And on top of that, um, sperm, once they're introduced to a vulva, can live up to five days, right? So sex can happen, and then ovulation can occur five days later, and pregnancy, like, you know, fertilization can happen, and then the cascade of events that lead to pregnancy can. Um, So, like, the freaking out, yes, absolutely, she could get pregnant from this. Um, And especially if, if it's your first week back at college, if it's anything like my first week back at college, lots of the things that you're doing can cause ovulation to happen sort of off cycle anyway, right? Like you're probably staying out late. You're probably drinking. You're probably dancing. You're probably having tons of fun. All of those things are good stress in your life, but that kind of stress can cause ovulation to occur you know, out of the normal step of cycle. So um, yeah, so there is a chance that she could be pregnant um, because Sperm was introduced to a vulva without any kind of protection whatsoever. I kind of want to, though, go back to the freaking out. Like, what was the thought process leading up to this point where you didn't freak out until after the event had occurred? Like, there was no stress or anxiety with the person you're having sex with all the way up to the point where there's, you know, ejaculation inside. That The freaking out for me, and hopefully for you in the future, happens before not after because it ha- because if it happens before there's a lot we can do if it happens after there aren't a lot of options especially for men well you know i'm kind of rereading the question you know and i it sounds like he's kind of saying she had just finished her period and I didn't use a condom. It sounds like maybe he's thinking that she's not in the fertile window. So perhaps he was thinking, you know, it's okay. Like there, it's not a chance of pregnancy. And then afterward, he's like, wait, is there? Like <laughs> maybe I think that's kind of what I'm reading in the question, um, which I think is, you know, quite understandable. A lot of people 
including even um, people that have menstrual cycles don't fully understand when they are fertile and when they're not fertile, right? Um, because a lot of things can impact it. And and especially when you're younger and your cycles aren't as regular, um, it's very hard to predict. So I think that um, it makes sense, you know, to like not fully understand that. And so maybe that's what's happening here. And we're kind of trying to say like, okay, um, you know, in the heat of the moment, sometimes everything makes sense. <laughs> and then, and then later when you're a little more clear in your brain functioning, <laughs> you, you might say, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you talking about post nut clarity? <laughs> yeah. The, the weeks of post nut clarity anxiety that follow. <laughs> yeah. Like we need to start a whole new trend of pre nut clarity, uh, instead of post nut clarity. Um, I think that's a much more kind read of the question. Um, and yes, uh, there are many people who believe that you cannot get pregnant on or around or before or directly after a period. Um, and there are millions of babies and adults and like human beings around the world who would prove you wrong. Um, I have <laughs> multiple friends who have children uh, who were, were, you know, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not fertile during my period or right after my period or right before my period. And um, because ovulation can occur at any time over that cycle, it's not as likely. Um, yeah, so that's a myth. We need to dispel that myth. Overall, uh, you can get pregnant during your period and directly after your period. Like, that's a new one to me. Like, people saying, like, oh, I can have sex after my period. Some women have periods that last, you know, seven or eight days. And then sex after that leads directly in, like, essentially, your period ends and you're in your fertile window. So, um, yeah. But Pregnancy chance is there, uh, but we can't answer it fully because there's so many other variables. There's something else that I, that I, I hope that you're freaking out about a little bit, and I'm freaking out for you. Um, like, I realize pregnancy is the, the big scare, the big thought for you. Like, if pregnancy happens and the pregnancy goes to term, then you're going to be responsible, at least financially, for another life for the next 18 plus years. Um but there's also the whole other realm that we need to talk about of if you're having unprotected sex with somebody um, and you didn't have conversations with them ahead of time about pregnancy and protection and everything else. Did you have conversations about like when was the last time you got tested? And are you thinking about STIs, STDs? Because there's a pretty big chance of all of those happening, too, because we know it's about 50 percent of young people in the United States and pretty similar numbers around the world contract at least one STI before they're 25. Um, so you should be thinking about those too. And more than thinking about it, there's actions that you can take. And we're going to have a whole um, another episode on this coming up in October, but we, we do have some other episodes about STIs and STDs. And we have several episodes about specific ones as well to give you like more in-depth information. Um, but yeah, I mean, anytime you're having unprotected sex, you're putting yourself at risk. Like there is never like a definite you are going to get something, but it is a risk, right? So being able to kind of understand what your risks are can help you feel more at peace. And so that's what Andrew's saying. Like if you at least have a conversation about when you've been tested last, when your partner has been tested last, like you can start to make some more informed decisions about um, using protection. And, and unless it's somebody that you are 
regularly having sex with and that really you really trust and you've made a commitment to have only unprotected sex with that person, I think it's probably a good idea to use a condom. Yeah, use a condom, barrier methods. Um, and um, while you're freaking out about whether or not she's pregnant and you won't, you can't find out if someone's pregnant, like, you know, there's lots of people who will go run and take a pregnancy test the next day. No, you need to take a pregnancy test two weeks later and three weeks later. That's those are that's when you can sort of get answers to those questions. But you can get STD tested probably, you know, a week afterwards and get results about what's going on there. And it's just good to be into the habit of getting tested anyway. Um, so yeah, STD testing should be in your future. If you're at a university, and it sounds like you are because you say it's your first week back at college, most universities offer free STI, STD testing. So um, I highly encourage you to go get yourself checked out there as well. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to mention one thing um, before we go on break. <laughs> pregnancy test. If you're interested in buying a pregnancy test, you do not need to buy an expensive one. The ones at the dollar store or on Amazon, you can buy a bag of 100 of them for like five bucks. The cheap ones do the exact same thing as the expensive ones. You don't need to spend $30 on one that blinks pregnant at you. The pregnancy test, if they show that you are pregnant, you are pregnant. There's no such thing as false positives on pregnancy tests. There are false false negatives, but typically those only happen if people are taking them too soon. A test right. early, yeah. Yeah, test early. All right. But we'll be right back to keep talking about uh, what to do with the situation. Welcome back to college, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the sex shop, everybody. All right. We're answering the question about what happens when you have unprotected sex with, and you don't use any protection whatsoever. Um, and I, I've been a little judgy so far. I don't want to be this judgy. I think sex is great. I think people should be having sex if it's something that they want. But I think it should be uh, having sex with some rules for yourself and for other people. And that's, that's kind of what Spring and I have been talking about this whole time. Like, have a conversation ahead of time and get tested ahead of time. And if you're going to have sex with somebody, make sure that you have protection with you. Um, like there's a lot of things that you can do so you can be in these situations. And then instead of having anxiety and freaking out fear, you can have, you know, happy thoughts like, Oh, last night was great. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like the idea of calling them rules so much because I mean, people, you know, don't like rules. <laughs> I don't like rules. <laughs> you know, we like to break rules. So, and when we're thinking about something fun, we're thinking about sex, like let's not call them rules, but like, let's think about, you know, things that we want to do to help us feel better. Right. Because when we do these things, what we're doing is preventing this anxiety. We're preventing like all this worry. We're preventing like the freakouts. Right. So let's think about like practices that we can put in place so that we stay happy, healthy, and not freaking out. And so when we're putting these things in place, we're really doing that for our future selves. And sometimes, sometimes it's hard to think about your future self in, in the moment. And so that's why it's really good to like plan out your practices in advance, right? Like that's why we listen to the show. That's why we practice these things so that we can say like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I have the plan in place. So then it's easier to follow once you're like in the heat of the moment, right? So so what we're going to recommend is, first of all, you want to have all of the things prepared for yourself, right? You want to have gotten tested, know, know your status. You want to have protection with you at all times. And then you want to be able to have that conversation with your partner 
before you get into any sexual activity, right? There has to be a little bit of that planning time. And that's, I think that's the thing that people struggle with the most, like getting that convo in, right? Like it's like, when is the right time to like check in with your partner about their last testing, about like what methods of birth control they're using, if that's relevant, um, and kind of how to like get that convo in. I think that people always think like, oh, I'll do it. And then, and then all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, yeah. wait, we're having sex. <laughs> yep. Like all of a sudden you're making out with somebody and you're like, I still have time. And then the clothes come off and you, I still have time. And then, and then you don't, and then you don't have time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is people are really afraid of the conversation too. Like they don't know when to have it. They're afraid if they have that conversation, the other person won't want to have sex with them anymore. Like there's lots of fear surrounding that conversation. And we're, we're, we also have an episode about, how do you actually have these hard conversations and where you put mm -hmm. them and what they look like and spring and I will model it for you a little bit too. Um, but learning how to have that conversation and having it before you get to the point where you're engaged in a kind of relationship with somebody that puts you and the other person at risk is really important. Um, and having condoms like not only on you, but having them in your bedstand and having them in your gym bag and having them in your back, having them in all of these spaces to make sure if you, you are in a situation where things are rapidly flying forward, uh, that you can protect yourself. And, and lube, have some lube with you too, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and lube you can keep in your pocket. There's little lube packets that can go in your wallet. Lube is safer in all of those spaces. Condoms aren't as good there, but those little lube packets are awesome. Like they work. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. And, what else? And I mean, if you really don't want to have these conversations, then just use the condoms, right? Like it's like you, the condoms are there for you. And if you just really can't have the conversation, then you know you're protecting yourself by using condoms. And so that's the thing. I'm still going to recommend that you have the conversation, that you like check in on these things. But if you can't, condoms 100%. If you have not talked to the person about when they've been tested, if you don't know what the birth control situation is, like 100% use a condom. That's just the, that's your um, fail safe. Right. And there are lots of different kinds of condoms. We have episodes about different kinds of condoms. Like you can find a condom that you will like. Right. Like there are no excuses not to use a condom. There are insertive condoms. There are male condoms. There are condoms with ridges and frills and colors and smells and scents and glows. And there's a condom pretty much for every person in every situation. So you can find one that you'll actually like that's good for you and good for your partner. And thousands of sizes. We know even those one condoms now that you can special order and get any different type of size that you want. So there are sizes that fit everybody, no matter what you think. A condom won't fit on it will <laughs> it was fun whenever they sent us uh, like w you know we, we run prizes and we run giveaways it was really fun when we had like the penis measuring kits that we could send out to people we don't have any right now that would be a fun thing maybe i'll contact one again and see if we can do another promotion with them and send out some um penis measuring uh kits but they get <laughs> condoms that fit perfectly and feel the best and have the highest level of protection um there's some other bits of that conversation, too, that you should work on, like, you know, what happens if there is a birth control failure? Because you could be using a condom, she could be using the pill, there could be a broken condom or something could happen and a pregnancy can still occur. So, like, the conversation has some other pieces that need to be a part of it. Um, but I want to I want to answer that. The, the end of your question is like, what can I do? Um, and as a man, you have a hundred percent agency up until the point of ejaculation, right? Like up until that point. 
you have a ton of control in terms of pregnancy. Um, and then you get to that point of no return, ejaculatory inevitability. Um, and then the control passes on to your partner, right? And hopefully if you've had these conversations and you're with somebody that you trust and you know what the outcome is going to be regardless, like that that's great. Um, but, you know, I say to men all the time, like you have 100% authority, power, agency over what's going to go on up until that point. Um, and there is another option. Like obviously you could try gay sex where there's no pregnancy involved. Um, but. <laughs> By gay sex. Andrew means anal sex. <laughs> we have a lot of episodes. If you want to learn how to anal sex, they go back all six, <laughs> all six of our years. It's still our most popular question type. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's really just being aware of yourself and the choices that you make and having those conversations and then protecting yourself overall. Um, so I, I sent a message back to this person. I hope that I don't hear from you again about the situation, that everything resolves and that there wasn't a pregnancy. Because um, a pregnancy can occur and you can prevent it and you can still have a ton of fun with sex without freaking out if you practice some of those other skills and make sure that you have condoms with you and have that conversation. Yeah, but I love that. I love what Spring's saying. Like, you know, if you don't want to have this conversation, then all you have to do is make sure you use a condom every time. Every time. It doesn't matter when <laughs> in the cycle from it the is. Beginning. From the beginning, it doesn't matter. Like, is she? Did she just have her period? Is she? You know, does you don't even have to think about any of that. All right. Any final thoughts? Anything else that we need to talk about, Spring? Well, I don't think about this issue. Just about our contest. Oh yeah, we have a contest. So all right, (laughs) enter our contest. We're gonna have great big welcome back to college, welcome back to high school. Any school that you go to, uh, we're gonna send you a goodie bag, and the goodie bag will be full of for yourself and your friends. We will have different kinds and types and flavors of condoms. We'll have packets of silicon and water-based lubricant. We'll have all kinds of goodies in there, and you get a nice little note from one of us, maybe a little, a couple pieces of kitsch from the sex rep. And to join this contest, all you're going to have to do is go to our Instagram on September 13th. That's if you're listening to the show today. The post will be up for a couple days. Um, You have to make sure that you're following the Sex Rep Instagram. The post will be up forever, but we want you to enter within a few days. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Right. So find the post. It'll be posted on September 13th when this episode airs. Um, Comment about what you want to hear more about from us. It can be questions, it can be comments, it can be suggestions for the show. And then we want you to tag three of your friends who need uh, the information from the sex rap, the information in this episode, who need to learn how to have that conversation. Sound good? Which is everybody. You can tag anybody. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We're really happy to be with you for season six. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us or if you have any questions that you want to submit, you can email us. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413IRAPIT. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I guess it's X now. Instagram, X, and Facebook. And you can DM <laughs> us on any of those platforms. And, and uh, we would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, everybody. And... We had a um, someone ask just recently, like that they wanted to submit anonymous questions, and we can like see your email address or see your username if you message us or if you email us something. But if you call us on that phone number, um, your voice will we will hear your voice, but we don't play that on the air, so um, we won't be able to identify you in any way if you call us on our phone number. So if you're worried about that and you want the question to be totally anonymous, just call the four one three three I wrap it. That's wrap with a W and we'll um, make sure that we answer those questions for you. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.